you know, normally I would start this thing and say some shit. Not even normally. I've never had like a, first and foremost, the podcast isn't consistent by any means. I can't get it together to, oh God, the mic. And I can't even get the mic together so that I sound the way I should. Fucking idiot. To the ignorant. Welcome to the Daily Ignorance, everybody. It's your boy, Ryan Singer. I never have a real way to start this. I've been trying to come up with something that is just normal. I was like mad that I couldn't figure it out. But then at the same time, I'm being mad and petty about the dumb shit in my life. There's shit going on that I should never complain about anything. Never in life. Like, <laughs> I, should, I should never complain. I almost had a mental breakdown. And like, if my blood pressure actually was real high, I probably just had a fucking heart attack or a stroke. Because I just got Disney Plus, And I don't know what the fuck it's doing to me. But it keeps logging me out. And every time it logs me the fuck out, when I have to log in, it requires a new password. I don't know if you're like me, but like passwords are like, I don't know, like a mental crypto. Like I can't do it. I'll sit in front of a computer all day and never come up with a password. And they tell you not to use the same passwords everywhere. Because then it makes it easy. And so I don't. Because I'm a fucking idiot. And so all my passwords are different. So I forget them all. All the fucking time. And like I just got it. So I, 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 it can't be that I don't know how to use the platform. And that I don't know what I'm doing. can't be that. So <laughs> it has to be that the platform is shit. Why does it keep logging me out? Fucking bullshit. And I'm literally losing my mind. And and then it's like, dude, you're, you're such a, not to say it in a negative term, but like such an American to like not have an issue and they be complaining and be angry and allow it to like have some sort of like setting on your mood and in your life when somebody like, how you say it? Yamini Park exists. Now, I saw some terrible shit, and I can't help it. I was watching the interviews, too, and sometimes you'd be like, she doesn't have a definitive fact about anything. But you can't get mad at trying to fact check this chick when she is from where she's from, when they didn't have facts to begin with. She didn't even know what facts were, you know what I mean? If you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, Yamini Park uh, is a chick, her and her mother escaped from North Korea. And she told her story about getting out of that place because it's not a place where you can get out of because they guard you and they keep you in. And she was talking shit that, I don't know if everybody else is up on all this shit, but I sure as hell was not. I had no idea. And I would like for this to be a little bit more funny, but this totally is not funny at all. I'm, I'm more, I, I just watched the Rogan interview with her. Three fucking hours he had her, and dude, she did not let up. You know, that would normally be a normal person down. A normal person can't sit around. I mean, you can with your friends. You're ever shooting your shit. And that's why this podcast shit is always fun. Because it's fun just to get back and listen to what, the, what horse shit that you said. But to get around people that you enjoy being around and then just having conversations, 
if they're interesting people, I don't think it's that hard to actually have that that long sit down because you're curious about each other so that you can just go back and forth asking things. And when you run into somebody like this bitch, and don't be offended. You, you know what I mean. Just this chick. And don't be mad that I said this chick. You know what the fuck I'm saying? This lady, this woman. Um, it make you put everything else in perspective. And, and it really did. So when she was 13, man, before we even get to her getting out of there, she was talking about day-to-day life in this place, dude. So they don't have electricity. All the electricity goes to the palaces where all the high officials are and then, like, the fencing around North Korea so can't nobody well, get in. But ain't nobody trying to get in that motherfucker. So nobody can get out. She said the whole place, she's out now, but she said it's even worse now. The whole the whole country is a concentration camp. They have electrical fence going around it, armed guards that are shoot to kill. Like, if they even catch you by the border, they don't even ask questions like, what are you doing up here? They just shoot. And you have to obey law. Because when you break laws in North Korea, and this is all forthhand, right? She said it. She said it to Rogan. Rogan got the podcast. I watched a clip, which made me go watch it. And you know what I mean? I don't have it all because I'm ignorant. But when you make, when you do something illegal there, they purge out the evil. So, like, if you did some shit wrong, like you shoplifted or some shit, or maybe, you know what I'm saying? You're, you're not allowed to even have, like, cattle or anything like that because the state owns everything. But maybe your kid took off running and was chasing after a butterfly and took off running, chasing this butterfly, and got close to the edge. And you went running after your kid, and they didn't question. They just saw you running, thought you and your kid were trying to leave the state, and killed both of you. Because you have, in their eyes, have this treasonous act on you. We need to purge that type of thought process and that evil out of the country. So they'll get rid of the entire lineage. So your whole family line will get yanked. And it'll be everybody, right? So it'll be your lineage, everybody with your last name, but people that are married into the family are with you, so you got to cut them out because they're with you. Then you got to cut their family out because they're with you. She said some shit like one of the officials got caught doing some heinous shit, and because he was an official, and then, like, you're not allowed to marry up or be up. There, There is no up. There is no down. You are where you are. And if you decide to like somebody and they're not in your economic class, you don't get to bring them up into your class. You have to go, you have to leave what you have and go down to them. And there's levels to it. So if you, if you, like they, some official, you know what I mean? He did some shit, some heinous shit and got in trouble. And she said they purged. She said purge too. That shit hurt. When she said that, it was like, ugh. I mean, you don't ever say the word purge. I don't think I've ever said the word purge until those movies came out. (laughs) She said they purged 35,000 people. 
because it was a high-ranking official. And it ain't like a lot of these people don't even know they're associated to you because, you know, you, you just third, fourth, eighth, tenth, twelfth cousins, doesn't matter. Yank them all out so that the whole lineage is gone. Fucking savagery, dude. But uh, as a kid, she probably more than anything, she, and she talked about it, I've never heard anybody talk about it as much as I heard her talk about it. She'd be talking about something, and it would always come back to being hungry and not having food. She's like, you know, there's the whole country is pretty much a factory. They're all working. They work in fields, and then they don't have food. So they're out in the field eating flowers and berries and uh you know, bugs and shit like that to try to get protein because there is a protein deficiency in the area because they're not allowed, they don't have access to anything. There is no livestock. You're not allowed to have like chickens and cows and goats and you can't have none of that. The state owns all of those things. Like even if maybe it's your job to have those cows and tend to them, those are the states. You're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to have chickens and shit. She said, like, what's the first thing you ate when you left? And she said, I ate an egg. I ate like five hard-boiled eggs. And because that was such a delicacy there because you weren't allowed to do it. When you think about rich people, you think about people eating hard-boiled eggs. Like, that's rich. And so she's like, you just don't understand the driving force when you don't have food. She's like, and then you don't have time to think about anything else because that's all you're thinking. You're only thinking about survival. And when you're only thinking about survival, you can't think about anything else. And that's why he keeps the country the way he does. It keeps him in power and keeps all his people down because he keeps them malnourished. He doesn't allow them to eat. He provides everything for them. That's that socialist shit, right? Where it's like, the, the the most evilest part of it is where it's like, don't worry. You know, you, you play like it's nice. Don't worry. We'll do everything for you. We'll we'll pay for all the school and we'll pay for all the motherfucking the medicine, which in there they should. Right. But then because they're evil, it's like I'll pay. I'll do all the school, but I will teach you what I want you to learn. And you could be dumb as fuck because of that. You know what I mean? Like, they're, like, keeping shit from you. And that's what they do. They don't have electricity. And then they don't have access to anything, so they don't know anything. They said, she said she didn't even know other uh, races existed outside of Chinese. She knew China was there. But she didn't know anybody else. She knew the people in South Korea because she'd heard of them. Uh, and then China because that's where people go when they say they're leaving. They don't go to South Korea. You know, you just you said that you just heard that it's American people down there and they they have uh, blonde hair and green eyes and they're monsters. <laughs> she said when she first got to the States, she was in a neighborhood and she went outside and all her neighbors are white and she said she was freaking out because everybody looked exactly the same <laughs> funny as fuck and it's funny because she said a whole bunch of like in this country the shit she's saying would be considered racist or or just rude and but she she don't know no better she literally don't know no better 
and she only moves in reality and her reality is fucking real like she's dealing with death at all moments and nobody's life is so serious that it's legitimately life and death not like oh you could die no you could die at this moment and she was talking about what it does to a person to grow up and live within those type of circumstances and so she's like every day they're looking for food like every day and they don't get a lot of food and you can't grow a lot of food because there isn't a lot of cattle and shit like that. And then that are producing manure so that you can have more fertilizer so that you can grow stuff. So there is like you're they own so much of you. There's no clothing. There's no anything. They give you all of it. There is no fashion. There is no everybody's dressing the same. Uh, there's no fertilizer. Your poop isn't yours. They don't have running water. So it's all outhouses and they're digging holes and shit. And, but there's no poop. Like that's a thing. Like you would go to school and then your project would be to learn the areas of where the gods who are those Kims, uh, where they, whatever, some shit, you know, looking for some, some berries and, and notifying or finding some medicine out there in, in the ground. Like, have them go on a scavenger hunt, and whilst doing it, you need to find poop. Because we'll use human poop to grow our food for fertilizer. Like that Martian movie where he fucking, where Matt Damon started shitting and growing and eating uh, shitty potatoes. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like... So they, that's how they live. And they said, you don't even see poop. And there's no like wild animals and shit going around. Even the wild animals that are jumping around and shit like that, you're not allowed to kill them because all things are the states. You see a bunny rabbit and you're like, oh my God, a fucking rabbit. Do you know how good that'll be if we catch it and kill it and skin it? Yeah, man, it'd be fucking great. And it's like, nah, dude, that's, that's the states. And not even like it's the states. Like we think it's the states, but to them... It's God's because she said, and I didn't know this at all. She said that uh, it was about 80, 90 years ago that they came into power and said and, and straight took the Bible, which is weird, right? Because she's like her grandparents were old enough to remember the time before these motherfuckers got into power and have them talking like this is what it is. And they're like, okay, it is. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's not. Like, how'd you allow this to happen? But they did. I'll get back to that because that was scary. But she said that they just took the Christian story and took everything from God and Jesus out and implanted the Kims. And so they are God and they come back. So when one dies, another comes back into power. And that's just what it's been like. And so these people legitimately think, what'd she say? You're afraid that they're in your head because they're all powerful and they can see and that you're going to die. And then they will be there to judge you and decide whether or not you go to their heaven or their hell. And dude, the Bible is vicious. Like, they're acting like people did like a thousand years ago. And when they like really believed this shit, 
You know what I mean? Like, didn't nobody not believe none of this shit a thousand years ago? Everybody was in. Dude, like 200 years ago. I mean, they're, they're acting like 200 years ago here in the country. That's 1800s. Dude, it might be three or 400 years ago they're acting. But they got, but the palaces have shit. So, and I get into shit. If I'm wrong, I'm fucking wrong, dude. This is ignorant. Don't be fucking mad. Fucking idiots. This is me being like, holy shit, I can't believe I'm an asshole for being mad about anything that I'm mad about. Like, anything. You know, you get mad about some shit. It's like, nigga, that, that is nothing. Like, how dare you? Just, it's an inconvenience that it happens, but don't let it change your mood. Because this bitch's mood is great. I mean, it's not great. She's obviously coming from a terrible place, but to get through it and be on the other side and then be a public figure out in front of people talking about it, trying to raise awareness and help her family land out. Amazing. But they... She said they would do stuff like uh, they would have quotas like every day. Like we need a ton of poop, like a ton of literally we need one ton of poop. And it's it's like so you'd be outside scavenging for poop, walking through the streets because people shit in the streets. But, you know, it's such a thing. You just don't shit and then like throw it away. You shit and immediately go take it to like. I guess they have like shit boxes and you go throw your shit in a shit box and they come shovel that shit out and use it to make produce and stuff like that. Which is fucking wicked. But she doesn't have food and then she's like, it's so hard to get food that people die, like most people die of starvation. It happens a lot. And then, so people, and people get really sick because they, and she talks about seeing dead bodies all the time. She'd be walking to school and like the train station and there'd just be dead bodies like everywhere because the train station had like roofs and stuff where you could wait for the train and people would go there to sleep and they'd just die. And then they'd just be there. Didn't nobody come get them and move them, which is crazy to think just like, she didn't know the word rigor mortis, but she was talking about bodies being rigor mortis and then just piling up on the side of the road. She talked about, oh, my God, dude. She, they don't have running water, so you got to go to the rivers and go get you some water. Which I guess you're allowed to do, but I guess you wouldn't be allowed to go down there and fish because taking the fish out would be, you know what I'm saying, like his fish. But you can go down and get you some water. But you got to go down there and get water every day. Whenever you need water, you got to walk down to the river and go get some. And she said she walked down there to go get water one day and, or something like that. And there was a little boy down there and his insides were hanging out. And he had his pants down and his insides were hanging out the back of him. And I, I know that that's like a, a, a severe medical condition, like probably malnutrition or something like that. And I don't understand what it is, but my logic says that, you know, I mean, you're dying of starvation. So your body's starting to eat itself. And as your body starts to eat itself, it's, it's decaying what's in there and it starts turning into waste. And so it's like, oh, I got to get this out of me because it's waste. But it's like, it's you. And you start shitting out your insides. Gross. Ugh. You know what I mean? And she said, even then, he wasn't like, can you please help me? He was saying, like, can you please give me some food? 
Like, can you imagine going through some shit like that? Like, he wasn't like, oh, my God, I'm dying. Can you please help? He was like, dude, do you have some fucking food? Can I get a Big Mac or something? <laughs> like, like, the worst. And even worse than that, and she said that they didn't have a lot of, uh, they control the language. Because it, and she said, because if you can control the language, you can control how people think. If you don't give them the words to describe the things that they're feeling, then they don't think those things are actually real. It's not a real thing. And so it doesn't make any sense to you. And then you can control people. Like there is no word for empathy. What do you mean being empathetic? You know what I mean? Like they don't have a word for love. You know what I mean? You're attached to people, but you don't have like love, so you just don't. You don't even feel it. You don't know what it is. You don't understand. You're you're with people. She's like it was comrades. They call each other comrades over there. Like she said some shit like from, like, where I went to school in Athens, Ohio. There's a little town outside of Athens called uh, Chauncey. It's called Chauncey. It's spelled Chauncey. But these motherfuckers call it Chansey. You know what I'm saying? Where you live at? I live out in Chansey. Like, that's how they say that. And and they, the rumor is, and I don't know if it's true, but this is just what I heard. Rumor is, back in the day-day, when they were trying to make sure motherfuckers weren't sneaking away from down south or whatever after the Civil War and shit, and people were coming up north, they would come and try to post up in the town and like start a new life. And they're trying to control their place and keep people out of here because that's what people do, right? And so even though the name of the town was spelled like it looks like Chauncey, they pronounce it Chancy. And so people would show up and they'd be like, well, where are you from? And you'd be like, oh, I'm from Chauncey. And they're like, you ain't from here. Where the fuck? Are you? you know what I mean? I caught you. And they didn't have words like I because there's no individuals there. So they don't even have the ideology of being an individual. Everything is we. Like, we love this. We do that. We're going to go do this. Even if I'm the only one going to do it, we're going to do it because it. it, it I, I feed myself for the good of everybody else. So we eat, we need food, we do this. So when she got away and ends up in North Korea, she would say shit like that. Like she wouldn't say like my friends, she would say my com, my comrades. And they'd be like, what do you mean my comrade, bitch? Like, where are you from? And so she she didn't understand words. So there was no such thing as empathy. She's sitting there watch, getting water, watching this little kid die. You know what I'm saying? And she don't feel bad. She just got her water and turned around and left his ass there to die. And, and which made it hard. She's like crying while she's saying this shit. Like, but she dropped a gem when she when she was done talking about it because she was like, and you're like, how could you not be empathetic? And she's like, you don't understand. Like, it, 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 it doesn't exist. Even though it does exist, it doesn't. Like, you don't actually think about air. You know? It's not like a day-to-day, like, you're thinking about how the air is. Like, the fish never thinks about the water. And it's like, damn. You know what I mean? Like, that's how far gone they are. That they, they are just so completely... 
sterile to life, like what actually is. And to have to then learn all that as a teenager, to spend your first 13 years on the planet. And, you know, that was weird. She said that they have a different, they don't go by the Christian calendar. So, so you still have the calendar, right, from January to December. But when you're born, you're immediately one year old. When the year goes through, you're two years old. So, like, if you were born in December, you'd be one year old. And on January 1st, New Year's Eve, and now it's January 1st, you're now two years old. You know what I mean? That's weird as fuck. Why, why would you do that? And that's like some flat earth shit. You know what I mean? Like nothing exists. Like there's a reason why the Christian, because it's not really, you know, Louis C.K. bit was genius. Uh, I don't want to do it because I'll butcher it, but it's not really... 2021 like that's not what year it is that's what year it is since we've been tracking civilization from the christian shit before the pagan shit they changed the christian and started documenting everything from then on out and it's been 2021 years since they did that shit it's not even that long dude it's crazy how we went from that to this and these motherfuckers are still they they have the people living four or five hundred years ago even though they are living in the new world which is fucking wicked but she so more than anything she talked about being hungry and I've never known that I've I've never known what it is to actually be hungry like real hungry like, you're malnourished. You're, I mean, that kid is dying because he don't have no food. I mean, that's a different type, like, real starvation. You say, like, I'm starving, but, like, what star- the definition of that, I don't know what it really is, but I assume it's bad, right? And to actually die from not having food. I'm fucked, dude. That has got to be the fucking worst. So she said kids, there'd be all these bodies piling up. And so there'd be rats and the rats, they'd put people in like, I don't know, like gymnasiums and shit as they're dying, trying to get them help, but they can't because you don't even want to go to the, the doctor, she said, because like they'll fill up the syringe and they'll poke you with a little bit and I'll poke the next person with a little bit and like sharing needles. You know what I mean? Like fucking gross. And again, she could be lying. This could be propaganda to just murder. But, I mean, we all know that place is shitty, right? I mean, don't nobody really believe the news nowadays? But, I mean, you feel like they got that shit right a little bit. That that place is a piece of shit, right? I've just never seen anybody come out and talk about it. And here's that evil thing I'm getting ready to say. Which isn't nice, but it's, it's true. It's honest. It's like, why have I never heard anybody talk about this horrendous shit that I'm going to keep on talking about that isn't going to be funny but I can't help it because I saw it and I feel like I got to talk about it is it because she's good looking because I'm not a big like Asian guy like motherfuckers have Asian fetishes like that's I'm not one of those but that shit sounded rude as fuck son I mean I mean no offense and I'm not saying they're not attracted I'm a dude I'll fuck 
like any chick moving almost. As long as she's clean and doesn't stink, I'm in there. I'll do all of that. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like that Burger King, I have it my way. Like, like I don't need to be that particular. I mean, (laughs) you know what I mean? You give me the sandwich, I'll eat it. If it's bad, I just might not come back. (laughs) <laughs> I don't have to yelp. No one needs to know about this. I, I'll tell my close friends. Like, oh, I was thinking about going over there. Man, don't do that. I did it. Wasn't as good as it looked. I mean, maybe you'll have a better experience, but I, I know that I won't do it again. You know what I mean? Same, it's pretty much the same thing. But the kids, is it because she's good looking that we're all listening to her? Because she's super attractive. And and you can't believe... And and, and then it's almost hard to feel bad for somebody that's so goddamn good looking. You know? Like, she's too good looking to have had gone through that. Like, when they make the movie about this bitch... Like, you know, they make the movie and it be somebody real good looking. And you can't even get into the movie because you're like, don't nobody fucking look like that in real life. You know what I mean? Like, models and shit are, like, good looking like that. And this bitch is good looking like that. Is it because she was malnourished like that? It kept her small, her frame. Now she's eating. She's trying to fill out. But her story is super compelling. Anyway, so she was talking about the kids. And so the kids, parents are dying. They're laying in these things. And she said the rats would attack the people and eat out their eyeballs. Rogan said something funny, like probably because they're soft. It was gross, but it was like, so that they eat the eyeballs. And while they're like, laying on dead bodies eating eyeballs the kids grab the rats and kill them and roast them and eat the rats but then the kids die from eating the rats and then the rats eat those kids and she's like it's constantly happening it's like she cried talking about going to the meat market in china i know i'm all over the place i apologize but that's just how my brain works going to the meat market once she got out and not questioning where the meat was coming from. No, no, no. That was in North Korea. In North Korea. Because you just don't know. Like, they took all the dogs in the land. You know, it's illegal to have a dog because they don't want you to be like, have some pet. You know, all your feelings should be towards God. You shouldn't have a pet. And so they took them all. So she's pretty sure they used all that meat. But now there's no dogs or anything like that. So there is no meat. So it's like, you don't even ask, like, what it is. But she was crying. You know what I mean? Because, like, you might not know what it is, but you do. And so that bitch has eight people. And Rogan didn't say nothing about it. I thought he would be savage, but you know what I mean? Her story is so serious. And just being strong enough to get bombarded by the questions that Rogan kept asking. It wasn't he didn't ask anything rude. He's a fucking great commentator. He didn't ask anything ignorant. He he asked the smartest dumb questions on the planet. Like he asked questions that everybody wants to know. And so but and he always had another one and she just kept talking for 3 hours. It was fucking amazing. And she what else did she talk about? Uh, oh my god! And then the, the 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 sex slave shit. 
That was super scary. She talked about them coming around and grabbing the virgins. Because, so they're getting beat up pretty bad and they finally decide they're going to go and get out of here. She said something about not being able to say something about her dad. And they had to leave her dad. He was old. He was sick. He wasn't going to be able to make it. And they didn't want to tell him they were doing it. Because, again, if you get caught, they get rid of the whole lineage. So it was better to just not tell him and fucking bounce. Which is what they did. Said it was fucking, like, March. I don't know what March is over there. You know what I mean? Like, I know it's spring over here, but I don't know what the fuck it is over there. Might be fall. Since it's opposite, right? And so, it's probably fucking cold, and they're going through the river. They said they finally got to the other side. She said they didn't even get out of the water, and somebody was on them. You know what I mean? Got them out of the water, and they said the dude raped her mom right there. Now, she said she didn't know what rape was. She just knew something bad was happening. Because she's like, she don't even really know what sex is. You know? And, which I think is how she got into it. Because, you know, they don't have the words. And so things are kind of just what they are. And she said that uh, uh, because there's not any women in China, the sex slave trade is something fierce. Because defectors leave North Korea as soon as they hit the motherfucking uh, the bank. They'll be like, well, you're fucking or you can you could totally just go back. You could just go back over to North Korea. And it's like you can't go back because if you go back, they're going to kill you for leaving. And then they're going to kill everybody you know for leaving. So it's like, I guess I'm fucking. And it's a little girl. So she said the first time her mom took it. And then the second time she fought like hell and the guy was just like, whatever the fuck. But the third time... She said it was this dude, and he was showing her pictures. She'd never seen a, a phone before. She was amazed. She like there were people on a thing, and she was freaking out, like oh my god, like like he was a wizard. And she's scrolling, and she saw a picture of her mom, because she she's not even with her mom now. They're separated. She's a little kid, like thirteen. She's fifteen, she said, but in real life, she's only thirteen. Little kid. And the dude said he'd get her to her mom if she'd be his mistress and hang out here and, you know, do mistress shit. And so she said, all right. So at 13 years old, she's fucking some grown-ass dude. Can you imagine some shit like that happening in America? I mean, it does every now and again. It's the most heinous shit. Like, who's that guy that locked up that little girl in Cleveland? Was it in Cleveland that that shit happened? He, like, locked her up for, like, 20 years or some shit. She had babies. He was throwing them out or some shit. Something crazy. I I don't fucking know. It's fucking crazy. Murderous. These people are just normal people going and living life. And I just have fucking bitches. But she cried talking about that dude because he did get her back to her mom and then let her go because he was getting sick and couldn't hang out. He's like, you guys can go ahead and go. So he like, he like freed her 
and she was crying, being like, I think it was his way of being like, I do, I love you. And she was crying, and you could tell, like, she cared for him, even though she was being raped. And it was like, oh, and she's third fucking teen. She's 13 years old, and she did that for two fucking years. So now she's 15 years old. So the play is, I guess, is that you leave North Korea if you can do it. Once you do it, you get over to China, and China is going to do the sex slave shit to you because the guys ain't getting uh, going over there. They'll kill the dudes when they get there because there's so many guys over there in China because they did that you're only allowed to have one kid and it can't be a chick because there's too many of us, so they were chucking them, and now there ain't no chicks at all. So sex slave is serious because motherfuckers ain't fucking, and they need babies. So they soak up. Chicks, and if you're a virgin, you're like super high class. So they they might hold you and put you somewhere because you're worth so much fucking money. Like people will pay top dollar for a fucking virgin. No one's been with because women aren't pure at all over there. Most of them are from sex slave. If you have a wife, you have a wife because this bitch back in the day day was like a slave of some sort, and now she's yours. She's been with 180 guys. <laughs> you know what I mean? But she's yours now. Gotta be weird. Ain't nobody. Like, do your friends come over and ask you if they can fuck your wife? Dude, you care if I fuck your wife? Like, 5,000 people have fucked your wife, dude. My cousin fucked your wife. He said it was fucking great. But she doesn't do that no more. She's with me. I'm like, come on, dude. Just let me fuck your wife. It's not that big a deal, dude. It's not that big a deal. Do you? Hey, Betty. You care if I fuck? See, she said she doesn't even care. She said she's going to read her book while I do it. I just I just really want to do it, dude. Come on, man. It's not that big a deal. I mean, you can watch if you want. That's fucking wicked. So she did that shit for two years after she got out. And then I guess the deal is once you, 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 can, you can get figured out in China, you have to go all the way over. You got to keep going across and hopefully get to Mongolia. And then you got to find the guards. And that's a risk because you are you jumped into their territory. And they might kill you for not being from where they are and being there. But hopefully, you just talk to them and be like, don't kill me. I'll go home. And they'll be like, okay, where do we need to send you? And instead of saying North Korea, you tell them South Korea. So they said she spent seven months Walking in the desert, freezing cold. They don't have fucking clothes and shit. And they got little babies. She said there was like seven, ten of them. I'm not sure. But they're freezing cold. And they can't sleep because they're so cold. If you would go to sleep, you would fucking die. And they got a little baby. She said the baby would go to sleep and they can't keep it warm. So they wouldn't let it sleep for fear it would pass out and die. So it would pass out and they'd shake it. But then it would cry and it'd be like, you got to shut the fuck up, bitch. We're going to fucking die. You got to quit crying. Fucking wicked. You know what I mean? So she finally got to the Mongolians and they're like okay we'll send you to South Korea you get to the South Korea people and she and and they're like where are you from and she's like she, she doesn't say I'm from South Korea she goes we're from South Korea and it's like what do you mean we ain't nobody else in this motherfucker bitch it's like you and all your friends 
she don't understand friends. Me and my comrades, like, we're, yeah, my comrades, you know what I mean? And they're like, oh, bitch, you're from up north. So they got to make sure that she's not a spy. Once they figure out she's not a spy, they let her stay. And that's where her life starts, in South Korea, which was just as weird. You know what I mean? It's not all crazy like it is in North Korea, but the shit they're doing over there is still fucking weird. Still doing the same weird uh, age thing. But then her story gets funny once she comes over here because she didn't understand what the Western civilization actually was. And when she got here, she was like, I mean, obviously overwhelmed by everything. She couldn't help it. And then she's good, good looking, so she got murked. I think she she is married and divorced already and got a kid, which I thought, dude, that sounds right, right? She's a savage. She's been through shit. She said, what'd she say? She said, motherfucker, well, I wrote that shit down. Where's it at? She said... She said something about, uh, and it wasn't like a samurai and killing yourself, but it was something. They keep poison on them or something crazy like that. I can't remember what she said, but something wild where uh, they'd kill themselves, like be in a position, and they, and they don't, though, but they will. They're prepared to kill themselves at all times. And... I couldn't believe that somebody that went through all of that and then ends up in the States. Like, her mindset has changed because she never had an opportunity to learn. So she got to go to college and do all this shit. And learning is so much fun because she wasn't allowed to learn. And she didn't have the capacity to learn because she didn't have the language to learn. I can't learn if I don't have the language to like convey the emotions or the interactions that I'm actually having. Like she said, she still didn't understand what love was until she had her kid. And she's like, holy shit, this is what people are talking about. This is the feeling that I have. Like this feeling is love. Now she knows I got to get divorced because I don't feel like this about this guy. I need to find somebody that I feel like this about. It it gave her substance. So she's addicted to learning shit. And she's out here in these streets. So if you're from a place where you're terrified every day, she said like when when Kim Jong-il, Neil, the dad, my bad, you know how me knowing, but you know, the dad. When he died, they parade him around, right? And you have to mourn. And if the guards are going by and see that you aren't mourning hard enough, you'll go to jail. And then they'll do that whole get rid of your whole lineage shit. So you watch, I guess you watch videos and it's like over the top. You know when you go to church and this bitch got touched by the Holy Ghost. Oh, these women. Oh, you know what I mean? All that fucking dumb shit. I feel the Lord. Uh, If you're not doing all that, then they're taking your ass out of here. And so you follow all these fucking rules to make sure you don't die. It's like 
she says she's really good at following rules because of it, because following the rules keep you alive. So uh, the idea of a job, I was walking around a grocery store. I thought, man, the first time she saw a grocery store, she probably lost her fucking mind. And then she gets a job like I do a thing that isn't me getting hurt or fucked. You give me money with that money. I can go get like eggs like I'm down. You know what I mean? She'll, she'll go hard in the paint. Because she's been through so much. But I thought, if she knows what she has to do and everything is from the government, she looks at government hard because now she knows she's been lied to. So she looks at our government and she said she saw Trump and got scared and thought, how are you guys going to let him do what this crazy dude behind me is doing? He's trying to do the same thing. That was wicked to hear her say that. She compared that motherfucker to that dude. And it was like, you should listen to this bitch. If she's saying that dude's that dude, that's who the fuck that is. This bitch knows. She's been through it. She got an eye for it. She's an expert at shitty people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like That's what she is. And she looked at Trump and was like, that's the shittiest person in this country. I ain't even mad at everybody else, but I know that's who it is. And, but she gets here and she's looking at the government and the laws. And so she's like, hold on. So the, the, the very first amendment is I can say whatever the fuck I want. Like she said, she didn't even know how to do that. She got to places when she got out of there and she said like counselors and shit were talking to her and were going, so what do you want to do? What are you interested in? And she didn't even understand the question because it's an individualistic question and she couldn't see herself as an individual. So they had to explain that she is a being unto herself and then be like, what is it that you as a person would like to be doing? Like you could do anything. And she said it hurt. She would get tired and have to take a nap because she had never thought before. And the idea of thinking was tiring her. She was getting tired. Her brain was like, it was working, trying to like, it was fresh. Like her baby, even though she's grown, she got like a baby baby because she's literally never used it. And so now that she's using it, it's probably why she can learn so much now because she's an adult and it's just now starting to soak everything up because it's never done anything ever in its life. So she would see, she could say whatever she wants in this country. And she can have a weapon. Like, hold on. You're so the first, I can say whatever the fuck I want and I can have a fucking weapon whilst saying it? Like, holy shit. She's like, that's the best thing ever because then I can protect myself from the government. But that don't make no sense neither because the government got weapons that are so gangster. You're little guns and shit. You ain't got scientists to help you put together real fucking bombs and shit that can deal with drones and shit. They're fighting you and they ain't even fucking around. You know what I mean? Like, you can't fight them like that. They're already too big and we fucked up by letting them be that big. Which is what was going on over there. But you figure she starts seeing all the other laws and there's so many you figure she studied all that shit. She could probably be a lawyer. She don't know shit, but I bet you there's things that she's super uh, on top of, like marriage. And I bet she saw that. Hold on. I get married. She said it. She knew she she didn't know love till she had that kid. You know what I mean? And she married. So she's like, she instantly knew. She instantly, like she said that. And to me, it told me she instantly knew she didn't like that dude. 
and got to get out of here. And she in America. So not only can she get out, she can get out with a whole bunch of his money. I'm like, it was hard in the beginning. We had to really get into that interview for me to get into it because I couldn't get over the fact that she was so goddamn good looking. And I couldn't get over the fact that she had a rock that looked like a motherfucking it looked like a cartoon rock. You know, when like Bugs Bunny dressed up like a chick and walked up to Elmer Fudd and opened the motherfucking thing and a huge diamond came out of it? She had a rock on her finger like that. Now, I don't know if that's the previous dude's rock or she got a new rock from a new dude. Either way, this shit is fucking serious. And I bet she's aware of what she can and can't do by law, she soaked all that dude's money, all the money she could get out of that dude for her and her kid who is an American, which now allows her to stay in the country, which is rowdy as fuck because she could say whatever the fuck she want and hopefully North Korea can't get to her. But I don't know where I was going with that. I just knew when I saw the rock on her hand, I thought, damn, bitch, you you scammed somebody, you know? And then when she said that she didn't know love until she had the kid, it was like, hell yeah. You know what I mean? She, she used that shit all the fucking that's been, she's been taken advantage of for all the fucking, she took advantage of the fucking in her benefit. It's a good move. You know what I mean? Normally I'd be mad at bitches that do shit like that, but in her case, I was pretty excited for her. You know what I mean? And she did it with a white dude. You know what I mean? She talked about them being monsters and all looking alike and then went and had a baby with a monster. <laughs> mm. I made myself an iced coffee. But it was super... Uh, it was super inspirational in getting over hard times and being able to stay... Not focused, but, I mean, determined. She was determined not to die. And in this country, we don't even think about the idea of, like, that's not even on the, on the, on the board. You're thinking about everything else. You ain't thinking, like, maybe I'll die. That, that doesn't even, like, cross my, my head, which is terrible. And that's how we all are, right? Because we're not really faced with it. We got these nice, cushy lives. I mean, you could have the worst life ever, and you ain't going through what the fuck this bitch had. Like, she would be happy to be homeless in this country instead of being there. She could at least go to a shelter and get food. That was super terrifying. She said they got across the river. They were walking through the river on the way trying to get across the border, and they're looking off in the distance, and they can see lights, and they just thought, Let's just walk towards the lights. Maybe we can get a bowl of rice. Like a bowl of rice, nigga? Like, that's it? Like, holy fucking shit, dude. Your problems don't matter. Your problems don't. There are people in this world. And she was mad, dude. She was mad. She's like, I understand that slavery and everything is bad, but why is some slavery worse than other slaveries? There's still slavery happening. And it's happening right now, and it is bad. And nobody's helping. And she said it's China's fault that nobody's helping. She said that China is complicit with everything that's going in in North Korea. And by the way, she was talking. It's that China 
is North Korea. China has this, like, China's playing both sides of the field, right? I don't know if they're in the UN, but I kind of think they are, so they're playing with everybody else. And then they got this little thing on the side that isn't part of it, that acts like another country. We're North Korea, when in reality, you know what I mean? It's fucking China. And China got, they got their army and what they do, but they got this other shit where can't nobody track what they're fucking doing. And the guy running it, the, and the guy running it, the family, you know, so that they can trust them. They, I don't give a shit what you do. Just don't fuck off with the missiles and shit. And that's super scary. Because it's like China is controlling a lot of shit. And I, I don't know enough to get into any of that, but listening to her talk, and then I know we got issues with them, it's super fucking scary. I don't want to be part of another world war. You know what I mean? We we missed We got Afghanistan, but shit. I wasn't in, in New York. I wasn't in D.C. I'm in the Midwest. I didn't, I mean, 9-11 was terrible, and it changed everything. But my day-to-day did not change much. You know what I mean? Like it did. It affected the country. It affected how we see everything. But you still went to Walmart and got milk and eggs and went home and complained about the dog and the kids and so-and-so got into detention and you got laid off and you got a new job. I mean, everything just kept going and the people that we have that handle that shit handled it and they're still doing it. And I think people are mad. The, the the world is mad. I mean, some bad shit happened to us, and we're like, fuck everybody. And we've been saying fuck everybody for like 20 years. And it feels like it's coming to an end. And it was scary because that's what she was saying. She's like, it feels like what they talk about happened in North Korea. She's like, when I saw Trump, I thought, oh, no. Like, whew, that was scary. Super scary. But I didn't mean to get on here and just be a, not that it's a poopy pants. It it was just so amazing to hear her talk and to hear her story and to know that, you know, you, you always hear stories of hard times. And I mean, I know some people that went through some hard shit and came out the other side real, you know what I'm saying, really well, but. There's just some stories that just really resonate with you, and, and that one did, dude. Don't complain about what you don't have, because there's people that literally don't have anything. She was one of them. She might have everything now, but if this bitch ain't lying, she really went through it. And I'm glad she's all right. I'm glad that she got some money, and she's running around. She's going to be in the United States doing what she's doing, because her fucking story was amazing. Dude, 54 fucking minutes? Look at that shit. Who fucking knew? I, I literally didn't think I'd talk about it the whole goddamn time. This coffee's pretty fucking good, though. I do know that. Dude, now that I do have Disney Plus, though, I watch a few new shows. Like, I watched The WandaVision. It wasn't bad. I watched The, uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier. That was way better than I thought it was going to be. It was actually pretty fucking good. Uh, but the best one, Loki, hands down, was the best one. Loki's fucking great. Spoiler, spoiler, 
right? If you ain't watching on that shit, turn this off now if you made it this far. But the Loki shit it was the beginning and is going to explain the whole next phase of all this Marvel shit. Like, everything is coming stems from this Loki shit. Like, what happened? And the whole beginning of Loki, the whole series, it was only like six episodes, but by the end of it, it's like you see what the multiverse is really about to be. Like, we know there's a multiverse, but it's bigger than that multiverse. There are infinite multiple universes, but there is a singularity that holds it all together, and it's all supposed to be happening. And if this singularity splits, I I, I can't even get into it because that's a whole nother podcast. But definitely watch those if you get the Disney Plus. It was fucking great. It was super good, especially if you like the Marvel movies. It was fucking good. I'll get into that. That'll, that'll be a whole fucking podcast talking about all that shit and everything that happened. But it was pretty fucking good. I'm glad I fucking got it, even though it keeps logging me the fuck out and I don't understand what the fuck's happening. Being mad while motherfuckers are eating rats and dying and shit. Fucking stupid. Oh, you know what else was funny? I I, I never heard this because I don't really keep up on things anymore. But I saw a thing that said that Usher and T-Pain were fighting. And T-Pain said he ain't fighting with Usher. He don't even feel bad. He said, but Usher came up to him and was like, nigga, you ruined music for real singers. And he said he laughed. <laughs> like, like, what are you talking about? And he was like, you ruined music for real singers. And he said, I thought he was playing. And he was like, nah, for real, nigga. Like, you did it. Like, it, it, you did that. Which I thought was real funny. Because really, Cameo was the first one to be doing that, right? Is that right? Cameo was doing that synthesized, talking, singing shit. But he just couldn't sing as well as T-Pain. T-Pain can still sing. He can't sing as well as Usher, but he can sing. And then you throw that fucking auto-tune in there, and now it's fucking serious. But now... Everybody can sing, and you really don't hear like a lot of R and B and shit. You know, it's pretty much straight hip hop at this point. And I thought it was funny that Usher was complaining about shit because I know I ain't paying attention much anymore. But like when I think of Usher, I used to think all this gangster shit, and now when I think of Usher, all I think is herpes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm almost positive anybody else that knows who Usher is, that's what they're thinking too. Like, don't come up to me, even if I did some shit like we was in a car wreck, right? And it was my fault. So he gets out of the car and he's complaining, you ran the stop sign. I didn't run it. I just, I thought you were going to not go through the red light or yellow light. And I did. And I nipped you and my bad. And as he's yelling, and shit, and he's right to be yelling, I just have to check his ass. Like, dude, I understand. You yelling ain't gonna fucking help. Plus, you got fucking herpes, dude. <laughs> Tone it down a bit. You're already fucked up. I, this didn't hurt me. This didn't hurt you, you know? Why don't you go over there and take an itch? We'll get this figured out. <laughs> you know? Have an itchy. Just a little itchy. Just a little itchy. A little itching, you know? God damn, dude. Fucking herpes. Can't ever hear that shit and not know it, you know? Once you know that shit about somebody, there are, there's definitely a herpes group, right? They probably got a herpes like Tinder. 
it could, it, is there different subcategories on Tinder? Because I ain't never done none of that. You know what I mean? You get on Tinder, then it's like, how you Tinder? Do you Tinder straight? Do you Tinder gay? Do you Tinder bi? Do you Tinder trans? Do you Tinder herpy? <laughs> you know what I mean? Do you Tinder AIDS? Do you Tinder gun? You know what I'm saying? Do they say shit like that? That way you know, because herpes don't go away. You got herpes forever. Maybe gonorrhea and the clap and shit you don't do because you can get rid of that so you can be a normal person. But I'm not saying you're not normal if you have herpes. I apologize if you're offended by that. But, I mean, you have something that most don't, and it's with you. Like, if you was walking around and had three motherfucking arms, like, I came up to you. We shook hands with, you know what I mean? You went to shake hands. I took one hand and shook your hand. I took my left hand, put it over your other hand, and shook your hand with both hands. And then another hand came out, and I patted you on the shoulder. (laughs) I was shaking your hand. You would freak the fuck out. We wouldn't be able to have another motherfucking conversation after that. We'd have to talk about this third appendage that you have. And every time you saw me, even though you're used to the third appendage, it's on you. You're like, this motherfucker got three motherfucking hands. What the fuck is this shit? Like, that's what the fucking herpes is. Don't be acting like you walking around and I don't know what the fuck you got. You got herpes. Quit trying to act like you don't. I'm ignorant. <laughs> anyway, I'll come back here and talk about that Marvel shit. Because there's a ton going on, and it was better than I had anticipated. And if you don't like that shit, then you won't like it. But I do. I'm a geek for all those movies, and I'm going to watch all that shit. But uh, as always, man, if you made it this far, thanks for hanging out. We appreciate the shit out of it. I'll talk to you later.